Welcome to Word to the Mother, a retrospective on 90s R&B and hip-hop. Here's your host, your girl, Charlie. Welcome to Word to the Mother, a retrospective on 90s R&B and hip-hop. Yes. yes. Today's episode is T to the L to the C, TLC. Uh. And my guests today are Autumn Woodland, a painter and a host of the podcast, We Got the Jazz. Woo. <laughs> Clap on that a little bit. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and Corey Fordham, part of, I said, said it right, yeah. Fordham, right? Part of my Be More Karaoke fam and a karaoke queen in her own right. I call myself a karaoke queen, but I am sitting next to another queen, and I'm going to get into that in a second. <laughs> Thank you, ladies, for being here. I am so excited. Of course. Thanks for inviting us. I'm super, super excited about this episode. And I'm going to try not to be one of those people that says that in the beginning of every single episode, because I'm pretty sure I'll be super excited to do all of them. But TLC, oh, let me tell you, they were my biggest idols in life from, I don't know, 13 to my whole teenage high school. Like, I lived, I breathed. T-Boz left on Chili. Like, I love them so, so much. So I'm just really, really excited to get this going with two exciting ladies. Um, let's start with Autumn. So Autumn is a podcaster herself. She's the host of Week at the Jazz. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Okay. Gosh, I guess I am a podcaster now. <laughs> it's still hard to... <laughs> I guess I am one too. You are. I was going to say, you're a podcaster. Um, So, yeah, I started We Got the Jazz. It's, um, I don't know, it's a podcast about society and Mm -hmm. culture, but it's still more of a uh, comedy podcast. I host it with uh, a friend and my brother. And for the most part, we talk about current events and our take on what's going on. And I've heard it, and it's very good. Where can I find your podcast? You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's called We Got the Jazz. You'll know it because it's like a purple logo Mm -hmm. with a woman that has like purple curly big hair because I have curly hair and it says we got the jazz it's really which is cool. looking really cute by the way i meant to tell you them curls thank are you. popping okay <laughs> thank you so much lovely Corey. Corey fordham so i i have a little little short story to tell about Corey. just because she's so awesome i have to bring this up and it's one of the big reasons why like i had her everyone because she just like reached a high a higher level with me so we're a part of this uh this group called be more karaoke Ooh, ooh, big ups yes. to more karaoke. It's a karaoke league in, in lovely Baltimore, Maryland, mm-hmm. um, which is a competitive league. And um, I think it was last summer, for last mm-hmm. summer season, and in autumn, you haven't heard the story. So I believe it was prom night. Yes. That's how well I know it, because I was blown away. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you don't know about Be More Karaoke, you're missing a good show. It is so freaking creative. People are so goddamn creative. I remember it was prom night. Was I really? I didn't have a good idea at all. I wasn't doing a solo. I mean, this I was is a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. So the, so every week is a different theme. They give you a theme, and you have a list of songs you can do, and um, you have to, and you have to, and so many people had to do solo. So anyway, it's prom night. Oh, now it was a prom night, but it have, did it have to be a prom? No, no, that was a different night. No, it had to be from your prom. Oh, right. It had to be from the prom from your year. From the year that you went to prom. So that was another little thing. I had nothing. Anyway, this <laughs> this is what Corey did that was so wonderful. Okay? That's what she did. <laughs> Corey got on that stage. She had on a white dress. And she started singing Kelly Clarkson's A Moment Like This. If y'all don't remember, that was a song that Kelly sung when she won the very first American yeah. Idol. I remember that moment because I was in tears. It was right. momentous. So I'm like, that. oh, okay, you know, it's nice. People doing their thing. Let me tell you what this motherfucker did. <laughs> <laughs> so there was like a towel on the floor. A towel? <laughs> no, I ain't, I ain't there yet. There was like a towel on the floor. Came with props. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, props. props. You okay. can dress up. It's a okay. whole production. <laughs> So she's singing a moment like this, and it's like, okay, that's prom, da 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 da. Then I don't remember what kind of container she had, but she basically had a container in her hand with like red that's supposed oh. to be blood. Oh, she nice. took that blood, and I think after the climax of the song, poured it over her head and onto her body, and that's when I got it. 
This chick yes. was Carrie. Yes. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> I think I did a spin around the bar. My fucking <laughs> blown because I love the movie Carrie. Yes, me I too. remember Kelly Clarkson. It's prom. It's blown. It's perfect. She got it all in her face, all in her hair. It was so And momentous. you kept singing as you were pouring. I well, I remember we, after that. We have our judges who can, who can like, deal with, or we have, the judges can help with props. So, or not the judges, but the, like, coordinators. Uh-huh. So I had told one of the coordinators, like, can you just, I need to make sure that this mic looks expensive. Can you, like, make sure that you're not hitting the mic? So just, like, pour a little down my shoulder. And he just dumped the entire pint of blood oh, on my, my head. Gosh. Um, no, it was fantastic. <laughs> um, I got blood all over the bathroom. Did you? I don't And I also care. took, I, I pet my hair at one point and touched one of the coordinator's faces. Oh, only to realize nice. that she has a really bad blood sensitivity. Oh, no. And she turned, like, white. <laughs> she was okay, so it was all well, okay. real blood, so wait, yeah, No, it was fake blood. It was just like she a pint a of like fake, fake blood, blood right, on Amazon. Right. You know what? Um, for, but this is but she ended up winning top soloist, right? <laughs> yeah. So it was all worth it. I mean, oh, if someone doesn't get a rash for you to yeah. get top soloist, <laughs> um, girl. Thank you. <laughs> After that commercial break about being more okay, right? It's our episode. <laughs> So, ladies, are you ready to go back in time? Oh, yes. To revisit. Yes. Always. L. C. Okay. The year was 1990 in Atlanta, Georgia, when Crystal Jones, along with a producer, came up with the concept to create a tomboyish girl group with a hip-hop image similar to that of Belle Biv DeVoe. It was then that Tion Watkins and Lisa Lopez joined, and under the production of Jermaine Dupri, began working on a demo. After landing an audition with Pebbles, they were offered contracts under her new record label, Pepitone, and branded the group name TLC for Tion, Lisa, and Crystal. But y'all, Crystal Jones, <laughs> she was not working out. She had to be replaced. I mean, she founded the group, they kicked her out, it was over with. Oh my gosh, I remember that from the movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. Because I didn't Feel know free. that. I didn't know that. I saw the movie and I was like, what? <laughs> and so I often wonder, how do you start a group, you get kicked out, and then they go big? How do you deal with that mentally? Right, because what has she done since then? I'm sorry. I don't. I, we she don't. did an interview. <laughs> when she talked about it. <laughs> she did an interview. That's all I know. I don't know how you deal with that. Maybe they all form a support group with the like three other members the of Destiny's Child. They aren't around anymore. Girl, she ain't no lie. That's what she should do. What is the what is the support group called? They the used to be members of R and B. Reality show VH1. There you go. That our R and B used to be. It's called independent women because they're not signed. Oh. <laughs> So Crystal Jones is not working out of her own group and had to be replaced. Rosanda Thomas, a backup dancer for rapper Damien Dane, came on and to keep the group name the same, uh, T always became T Boss because she's the boss. Left eye because the eye is right. And Rosanda became Chili because she brings the sauce. In 1992, TLC's debut album, Oh, on a TLC tip, was released. Oh, my God, I love the album. Which went quadruple platinum, selling 4 million copies and included three top 10 hit singles, Ain't Too Proud to Beg, Baby, 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 and What About Your Friends? Ladies, tell me, do you remember when TLC first came out? Yes. Oh, yes. I definitely do. I was pretty young, mm-hmm. but I remember. I definitely remember. Yeah, we had, so I was also young, so I can't say that I was like in the teenage years when this came out. Yeah, but I was my, just approaching. I was like 12-ish. Mm-hmm. I, was, it was like, I was like a tween, I think. Okay. So I'm yeah. a little bit younger than you guys, but yeah. I had a cool aunt that made sure that I listened to everything that was I had good. one of those too. I had two cool aunts. <laughs> so, so I heard it all. So she made sure that we heard it. And then also for my grandfather, she gave us that CD. And then for my grandfather's 75th birthday, we she she worked for Berkeley College of Music and she's a wow. musician and she um, she made a song for my grand for my papa Freddie called What About Your Fred 
that we all sat around and sang. So we all like learned about TLC. When it was in the TLC, was... she got the instrumental to "What About Your Friends," Wait. and then we all like sang about "What How About Your Friends." Cool is that? She would do that like every <laughs> single major holiday. I know. What? I'm having a moment. No, and now I'm like, 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 like music, like and I'm shocked. But no, like, no wonder you're like a karaoke. <laughs> No, we cannot carry like, a tune. What are notes? But I mean, like, just the, no. just the. I think you know, knowing how to create an experience. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like you grew it. up with that. Yeah. So okay. we, we. That's my first memories of TLC are like sitting in our living room with my headphones on, listening to the entire album, having like strong feelings about what I was listening to, but not. It's like yeah. when kids like know know that th- that something is like empowering but they don't know why yeah, um right. i think i was the same i can too. definitely relate to that because i i i felt something mm-hmm. when i was listening didn't necessarily know exactly what i was listening to mm. you know how like the members of tlc it's not like they were old but you know how you're like a certain age someone who's five years older than you or seven years older than you they might as well be 40 years older yeah. so i would look at them and think like they look like they're having so much fun. Yes. All I know is when I'm that age, that's yes. what my life should be like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't remember like the exact time I saw the video or heard the song, but I, I just remember, and I think at that age, I was probably about 13-ish, so I was a teenager. I was around this, yeah, I was like 12 and or 13. back then I lived on MTV, VH1, the jukebox. Like music videos were like the Bible to me. I would watch them 24-7, study them, learn the dance, learn the lyrics, like that was my whole life. I just remember when A2 Brown to Bed came out. Oh it was God. like so, they displayed their personality so beautifully and so much of their personalities was, I felt like just like me, it was so bright and colorful. All yes. the toys, they were kind of like kid-like and childish-like yeah. with the big wheels and the big hats and the big pacifiers. Mm-hmm. And at that age, you know, because I'm so serious now, um, <laughs> they were like super silly and they were dancing and they were playing and the the like the clothes that they were wearing it was just completely different from anything i had seen mm-hmm. the song was super fun i mean if i needed it in the morning or in the middle of the night i ain't too proud to be well at 13 years old let me tell you any lyrics that had anything remotely to do with sex i was like what i'm really into it <laughs> i don't know what that is but i still want to hear about it because i'm not supposed I to i wanted to hear all about it but they were like super six year old i was like <laughs> <laughs> you, you definitely didn't <laughs> No, but but now, okay, so we'll talk about this more, but like now, like when I did, so I do public health work and when I was in, when I was in living in East Africa, I kept thinking that like we, we needed, like I was working on HIV work there and I kept thinking like we need TLC, we need the like Burundian equivalent of TLC in this country to like come and just like shake things up. And I feel like now that I'm older, I have a much, I have a stronger appreciation yeah. than I would have ever, than like I had. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like fangirls in this yeah. moment. I mean, there was definitely, was kind of time. like, I guess, you know. I don't know, feminism wasn't a thing no, back and then the way it is now, but mm-hmm. I mean, they were definitely pioneers when it comes to like women being empowered and like yes. saying what they want mm-hmm. and not being ashamed about yes. it. Yes, and that was the thing yeah. I liked about it. They were very upfront. They were very about, this is what I want. If you can't do this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Other th- I mean, they were just, yeah, they were definitely, like, really ahead of their time. And definitely. There was no other singers that were, like, singing about that kind of stuff. And, like, they were real in-your-face. Mm-hmm. And I know that they were, were sort of modeled by Belle Biv DeVoe, which I really love. But you never saw girls with, like, baggy jeans on who looked so super cute. Yeah. Like, they were so super fashionable. They just blew my mind. like, automatically, they became, like, my idols. I had to get every magazine, every poster. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to find a picture of, like, my room when I was a teenager. <laughs> Posters all over every wall of TLC. I thought they were so beautiful. I was no, like, oh, I know. That was the other thing. Yeah. I thought they were so My mind was pretty. blown, and they all looked so different. Yes. I'm like, everyone is beautiful in their mm-hmm. own unique yes, way. Totally different way. Yeah. Chili was, like, the romantic pretty. T-Boz was, like, the street cool and I was never like really into short hair. She she made that short. I mean, nobody had short hair like that. Well, if, if, up until a little time with the sideburn blonde. Right. Nobody had that look. And one of my cool aunts, like yeah. she was, 
She was six years. Cool she was six years older than me, so she was more like my cool older sister. And yeah. she was, she was definitely inspired by that. She would always do like a short mm-hmm. t boss cut, and I was just like, wow. I, I feel like this episode is just going to be like cool women in our lives, and not just about TLC, but, but like I mean, true TLC, that. the cool aunt episode. They were, like, they were such trendsetters. Inspired me to become a cool auntie. I remember, like, I wanted to dress like them. I, you know, at that age, I wasn't like, you know. In like heels and being like really prissy yet because I think I had just come I was probably like eighth grade going into ninth so I wasn't in like heels and dressing like that so everybody was wearing the baggy jeans and all the colors I remember I wanted like boots like them like these Doc Martens and but who could have I couldn't afford no Doc Martens but I took my butt to some Payless and I got me some $15 <laughs> boots I wanted to look like I just loved that look and it's a little chain and you know they were just like super cool yeah. without being like you know all made up and hair all down their backs. I love the fact that Left Eye, she was like so different. She wasn't like super girly. Mm-hmm. You know, she was very tomboyish, mm-hmm. but there was something like so cute about her and her reps. Yeah. That's I what I remember is like her reps were so crisp, so funny. Yeah. And she had this like high little, but she was still kind of girly. Very cute witty. Yeah. Witty. Very witty and clever with and, her lyrics. Yes. And they all could have been like if, if the manager, I, I know we'll probably get into the fact that Pebbles had like a lot of say in the beginning, but like yep. if she had more say with the style to make them more streamlined, oh, yeah. they all could have looked like cute. Yeah. They were all like genuinely cute yeah. and beautiful women, but they like actively made a point to dress like like boys. Like nothing was like. It wasn't until their later songs oh, that yeah, they actually yeah. showed skin. Yes, yeah, so I But the that. first we'll one was just, that. like, baggy. Yeah. yeah like, baggy yeah. clothes and just, like, just, yeah, there and saying what they wanted. It was almost, like, cartoonish. Yes, it was. It yeah. was very cartoonish. And that's why I liked it. Yeah, and I think I probably... Um, it was very cartoonish. Like, that's probably what spoke to, like, younger mm-hmm. teenagers. Like, that definitely spoke to me. And the clothes... I almost took their instructions like hat to the back. Uh, I have my pants down below. I was like, okay, so this is how I'm gonna dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, but how am I gonna do this? Because I'm in middle school. I'm not allowed to wear hats in school. <laughs> so I can't wear a hat to the back because I can't wear a hat. I tried to wear like the bat, like the sagging pants. But I was mm-hmm. like, this is so uncomfortable. So I'm just gonna wear them baggy. Yeah. But my clothes were so baggy everybody and colorful. Was. When and I was in middle school, I think everybody. my mom loved that. She was like, yes, she's a teenager yep. and her clothes are very loose. Because it, <laughs> yeah, it was I love this. I get to keep my girls still a girl. It wasn't like no. it wasn't overtly sexy. It wasn't showing off or anything. But yeah. like, everybody I knew wore baggy for clothes the most at that part. Time. Like that was a thing. Like yeah. girls and boys were pretty much wearing the exact same clothes. We were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the boots and the baggy, like yeah. But they they were so cute with it. But yes, I was like super in it. I kind of want that to come back. I think it would be a lot. Easier you know, everything's coming back. <laughs> Hot Top Fades came back, and I don't know why they came back. (laughs) (laughs) I still look at boys, I'm like, really? Like, oh, with the gumby, the the Bobby Brown, everything. That's cute, huh? Okay. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Everything will come back. I'm waiting for like the 80s big hair. Okay, that's for another podcast. But there's so much velour at Urban Outfitters right now. Yes. Really? Oh, velour? So much velour. Oh, that means like the tracksuit is coming back. Maybe I'll get that back out of the trash. I I always regret giving certain clothes away because I'm like, you already had it. Now you got to buy it again. I mean, I'm okay with like high waisted jeans. I like high waisted jeans or like like mid rise jeans. They're coming back. I like those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like crop tops when they're paired with that. Not like a full, like, to the, like, I don't want like a sports bra crop top, but like, <laughs> one that's yeah. a little bit higher, I, I can appreciate, but like, yeah, I've seen a lot of galore. <laughs> so that comes down to. It's all. And I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> so I almost bought one for karaoke, <laughs> but I can't say anything because that's what Well, that's the thing with karaoke, you can keep all this stuff. I started keeping stuff for prop, for future props and things. You never know when you want to dress up. Wardrobe costume. But then yeah. it means that when someone's like, oh, I'm going to be doing something as a Chick-fil-A cow. Do you have a boa and like sunglasses with with eyelashes on it? I'm like, yes. Of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> of course you not <laughs> I'm two steps away from being the cool aunt. <laughs> I don't she know if I'm going to everything. Whatever you need is in her closet. <laughs> she has three fur coats. She has two <laughs> What color do you want? 
Corey, so <laughs> you wrote a paper on safe sex. I know that um, this was later on for you, mm-hmm. but I feel like the first album is really when they were really pushing the safe sex with the mm-hmm. condoms, all that. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that and how TLC came to play with it. Because I was, when you told me about it, I was like, super, like, what? I, I need no, to know. I, so one of the reasons that I am obsessed with TLC is because of the way that they marketed uh, like HIV and safe, safe sex to uh, larger populations like they okay so they're not the first ones to talk about sex like if you think about like Madonna coming out yeah. and like George Michael had like I want your sex yeah. and Papa. like like yeah, yeah oh, Color Me right. Bad had it had their like fantastic yeah, I want a sexual <laughs> I don't remember the Color Me Bad one but yeah, oh it's sexual. not good wait <laughs> do they have a safe sex related song no but it was like one of the first ones to, like, t- like I feel like in the like 80s was the year that they were like let's start talking about sex okay because yeah. like AIDS is becoming yeah. a thing mm-hmm. like there's this song called, that Jermaine Stewart um sings in like the mid 80s called we don't have to take our Yo, clothes yeah. off which yeah, is like right. target yeah. to have <laughs> a good time uh-huh <laughs> yeah so like that like that person is like when I think about like HIV messaging i kind of think about him mm. because it's like targeted it's like targeted for a gay man it's a targeted for like like gay men mm, and like okay. that kind of like club scene and the whole point is that like you don't have to immediately like start hooking up you can like have some cherry wine have some yeah. cherry wine that message wasn't always coming from women <laughs> so like salt and pepper did have yeah. let's talk about sex they did do that hardcore. but they didn't talk about like safe sex and they didn't mm. talk about like as much about the good things mm. i mean yes i know that they said that they can talk about all the good things and the bad things but like <laughs> they, they did do that but i feel like tlc made a point to like talk about female empowerment yes and talk about safe sex without actually addressing it mm. like they they don't they're not like ll cool j like like you wear a rubber, all right, you are my lover. Like it's not as in your face <laughs> in their lyrics, but they are. It's like on their clothes. It's like one of the reasons Lisa Left Eye is like wearing That's a condom on her left eye. Left eye, right? Um, in I saw an article in 1992 that I found before doing this podcast where when they asked Lisa Left Eye about like why she keeps wearing condoms on yeah. her body, that she was like, it's a fashion statement. The group is known for wearing condoms pinned to our trademark baggy psychedelic outfits. Um, and like by making a fashion statement, we're doing something important and we're making a social statement. And I think about the fact that like this was around that. I mean, I feel like a lot of times when you think about like the way that AIDS was being messaged, mm-hmm. was being messaged around this time or HIV AIDS was being messaged around this time. It was known primarily as a like a disease for men who have sex with men. Yes. And... Then you think about, like, right before TLC came out, like, Magic Johnson um, announced that he had contracted HIV. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, the first time that you're looking at someone who's, like, heterosexual. And um, you get this impression of, like, if Magic Johnson can catch it, then anyone can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that kind of... it To me, TLC, like, knew that they wanted to make a message. It actually, like, weren't booked for certain locations because of their pro condom message and because of how it's not as if their their lyrics were necessarily racy their lyrics were just like you're an empowered woman you can keep condoms on your desk if you want like you you can buy them yourself you don't have to rely on a man but that was probably considered racy i'm sure it's for some people it's still racy exactly i'm getting some heat about it and i remember seeing t-balls in an article saying hey look i'm not a child i'm 21 years old i can discuss this Mm because i think people did think they they look so young they were so much younger to be talking about this and i'm like hey we're grown women exactly we're gonna do this we have sex. We're going to talk about it. So but it I was, do remember a little bit. Yeah. And it was People mostly so like their song. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And their songs were like, were mostly around 
like female empowerment. They yes. didn't talk about like yes, they talked about like sex, but they didn't talk about condoms per se. Mm -hmm. But it was in their interviews that they did. Like it, there's one interview that I saw with Lisa where she's literally like rolling a condom down her finger, like showing how you put it on oh, wow. during the interview. Oh wow. <laughs> um, like, when you think about that, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's it's actually just like, awesome, but that visual for yeah. like you know like such a puritan. And it's yeah. like the first time you're seeing it society like <gasps> a woman. Oh, I'm from Catholic Massachusetts, <laughs> but yeah, that's nothing. A woman. And then I lived in, in North Carolina. <laughs> There's that. Was, you got to think about <laughs> that TV? time. I mean, in 1992, oh, nobody yeah. was doing that. You know, Not now at all. Yeah. that would be nothing now. Right. Like, back but then, it was it was a it was a big deal. Yeah. Right. And you think about the fact that like HIV was around, but in the way that they explained it is like people were talking about it, but we weren't like really talking about. It. We were thinking that or it was like a disease for other people, how to roll on a condom. Mm -hmm. and like without without treatment available, it was like you have to do whatever you can to protect yourself. Yeah. Right. So, um, so they said that they like had it that they thought that like kids listen a lot to performers and that they have a duty to give like critical information, mm -hmm. but in a way that's eye catching and that like kids see condoms and they see it as normal and they don't see it as a problem yep. and they see it as a part of a healthy relationship that you're like not ashamed of it because you're like a badass bitch as opposed <laughs> to yeah like I, whatever what like any of the negative stereotypes that would come with like someone who like was thinking too much that is condoms. so dope i mean they really really were ahead of their time you know i was just thinking another good yeah. thing about what they did is that you know, we were all really young when we saw it mm -hmm. when, we, when they came out. I feel like their market was middle schoolers, high school. It was young people. So mm -hmm. by capturing our attention that young, we get that message really early. Right. That yeah. only helps us. I mean, I, I can't speak for someone that was much older when they saw it. But, yeah, you know, when I saw them, you know, a lot of they were very young. And I think they appealed to some of the young people. So. Mm -hmm. It was really interesting to get send that message out to such a young audience because you know we come up what's a condom it's not even a big deal you know but they yeah. made it okay to bring up that topic mm -hmm. um have that conversation or you know you know to even like get into that like how mm -hmm. it's it's not weird yeah, yeah. and right. as for someone who so like with with when you think about like public health we're not just saying like use condoms it has to be like a a, like string of behaviors that lead to people using condoms. Mm -hmm. So you think of like, do people feel confident in themselves and being able to speak about their own rights? Right. Do they feel comfortable, comfort, comfortable like talking to a partner? Would they feel comfortable talking to a partner about using a condom? And like they hit all of the points. Yeah. Wow. And they just and like T Boz at one point was like. We want to empower young women to have a stash of condoms and not leave it up to the guys. And some parents thought we were, we were telling kids to have sex, but instead we were making a fashion statement about having it having it be able to make sex easier to talk about. Yep. Um, and to me, that's like, Very like powerful. they made it something mm -hmm. that like it was bold and it was part of their fashion, like. Within and it was the their first responsibility too, right. and taking yeah. on the responsibility to make right. sure they're being safe instead of leaving it in someone else's hands. Exactly. exactly. I don't even think I picked up on that, but um, no, as an adult, I'm like, word. It like, makes perfect yeah, sense. That's why I'm obsessed <laughs> yeah. with them as an adult. Yes. <laughs> aren't, they se aren't they the best? Yes. yes. I don't crazy. think they get enough credit for. No, they don't. <laughs> or what they were doing. Because I don't like, even think they probably knew what they were doing no, at that at that age, which is. All, and like all Madonna had come out with her like sex book, and there were plenty of people who were like selling sexuality. Yeah, but they like they were not selling sexuality. That's they the weren't thing. Selling they it. were selling like we do have sex, but that does not mean we are having sex with you. Yes. Like baby, baby, right. baby. Here's the checklist you need to hit I in order standards. to. Get, yes, that I'm like exactly fully prepared to do what I want to do when I want to do it if I want to do it with you. But yeah. it is so easy and, for artists and to that's go a through so. Yeah, it's big, like, big if. Like, yeah. let's just slow down. Slow down. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a good point. Most artists go for the selling of the sex, i.e. Madonna. And I mean, mm. Madonna... Madonna did it to death. Like, I feel like no one can even touch her as far as mm -hmm. that. I feel like she almost created that, even though she didn't. I mean, I love Madonna, but I'm, I just do thinking, love Madonna about her, too. I'm thinking about her, like, sex book album and, like, yes. some of her sex book and, like, her album Erotica. I love like, Madonna too. Was, Don't get me wrong. The stuff that was coming around with it, like, she And just, I feel like nobody really sells sex like her, but that's for another time. <laughs> <laughs> and but now for the Madonna segment of this. Right? Ray of Lakers, right? But it wasn't until you said it, I realized, yeah, even though it wasn't selling sex, it was more sex ed and sex empowerment but they weren't putting themselves out there like that not at all and i have so much respect for people to do that because i feel like it's so easy to just be sexy mm -hmm. to sell your albums but they weren't 
just so great. <laughs> and they acknowledge that like women have sex. Like, yeah. like you think about like ain't too proud to beg. And yes. as a as a Six-year-old, I was like, as a child, I should have, like, a strong voice. And then I got older and listened to the lyrics and were like, oh. I was listening to that as a child. (laughs) My parents were open. (laughs) I got it when I was listening to it. That's why I was. Well, my speech was like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) two watches on your rock harder for a second. I was all about it. I knew what they were talking about at the same time didn't know. It I was, was like, I know the like, lyrics and I will learn later what this you, means. You were much younger too. Yeah, you, you were, were, you were, were like much six. Younger. I was six. Oh, you're baby. I know, Aww. I was a baby, but I've been listening to their album ever since. Like, I repeat, so I feel like it counts. <laughs> that's okay, that's okay. <laughs> so let's get into their videos really quickly. So yes. I don't know if y'all remember, mm-hmm. but like, head to the back. What about your friends? Baby, baby, baby. Like, these videos. I, I want to start off by saying, I think my fake, gosh, what can I say? I love all of them. Mm-hmm. I particularly love Head to the Back. The thing about their music, they had like these, and, and the 90s music, and it's probably one of the reasons why I really like it, most 90s music had these nice samples. And at the time, I didn't even know that people were sampling as much as they did. Hmm. But they had these tight-ass samples that were I mostly they were like sampling because my mom was always reminding me, like, I used to listen to that. And, but I did not <laughs> that's know that. That's actually blah, 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 but my mom. This, but like, I listen to it now. And this, I just is know for another blo- this is for another, uh, another, episode. another episode, but like. The suit against Get Lucky is going to ruin those wonderful samples, but... Get Lucky? And I love it. <laughs> I love it. Or not Get Lucky. No, the suit against well, uh, against Blurred Lines. And I love it. I, I love know. it. Is it still ongoing? No. no I think it's over. It's, it's over, okay. but it just it just means that it's going to be harder to sample. I mean, they should have just asked permission, that's it. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, just you just that. have to... I mean, if you get the proper clearance, then everything's fine. It's just that they didn't do that. So I don't think it's going to make it more complicated. Um... Anyway, it was just so cool. And I remember it was like black and white. They had on sunglasses. I remember two of them was, had their backs turned. Mm-hmm. And then T-Bot was like, being that I am. Like a <laughs> <laughs> the level right? of coolness. Like the way she was dancing, it was like a dude. Not, I so mean, cool. Yeah, I she was like cool as hell. And the thing that I always remember is at the end, they do this dance. And then they turn around. And in the back, back, it says, now look who's running things. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know who the hell they are. I'm like, all the I'm worshiping. Like, they were just so freaking cool. So and Beyonce's like, like, who runs the world? Let me, like, take note. <laughs> right, and Beyonce like, was, like, what, around our age? <laughs> I did hear that lady at one point approached TLC and was like, you came out with, on, like, with music that I needed to hear to become Lady Gaga. So I would, like, did I say like, that? Mm-hmm. Go Gaga! I, I would love to like. I would love for someone to do a study to find out like if there's some sort of correlation with like TLC's music and like when certain people like certain women. You know, or, you know, they could do like almost like a family were... tree of like artists and things like that. Because <laughs> yeah, everyone, like, like who inspired inspires. Whom? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. that was like one of my favorite videos. I loved what about your friends? The thing I liked about what I about your friends about was your friends. the message. Like, you don't hear a lot of songs about like. You need to watch your friends. Did they really have your back? Da, 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 da. That Even really at my resonated age. with me at my age because I. <laughs> that still I resonates like, with you know, me now. Your friends just aren't always reliable. A lot of yeah. times they say they're going to do things and they don't actually like. I was. That was a message that also spoke to me at six years old. Oh, <laughs> that that was no, genuinely anyone. I, you, For somebody in school anyone. in particular, where oh, friendships yeah. are so kind of rocky. Mm-hmm. Like elementary, middle, high, you really got to yes. like. Who are my friends? Especially yeah. with girls. Oh, definitely. With like girls. you know, it's just I don't even know a very interesting dynamic. Yeah. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I have no idea. But I just know as a young girl listening to the lyrics of "What About Your Friends," yeah. all I could think was, "Yeah, you know what? Well, if you don't you stand yeah. your ground, <laughs> yeah. if you let me down, we're not friends." And <laughs> also, like. That video introduced them. Oh, like it's yeah, so. It did. The, the, I think the beginning of the video just starts off with like, like the next four minutes are gonna be like yes. the most radical four minutes of your life. And it was, and then they just come out as themselves, like and introduce themselves to the world. And to me, that was it. it. Was a good yeah, intro. that it was. Oh my gosh. With yes. Tubaz's like first long note, like, mm. okay. That's <laughs> that mind blowing. Tubaz <laughs> lives in the vocal basement, but that was her. Like, okay. I <laughs> love her. I, I actually I have a didn't note. know that until I read your note. Did you see that? Did like, you know, Corey? 
Did she do that note? <laughs> I um, had no idea. Is, I did not know this till all these years, and I can't remember when I found it. It was like a year ago. We did TLC last year, and I think I was watching videos, or maybe it has something to do with the the film that came out. Which going? I came across something and found out it was TL. It was T Bots actually did the. Uh, in the beginning, mm-hmm. all these years, I thought that was chilly. I just knew it was chilly no, until I had it. As an adult, I have, I mean, we might, like, talk about who our favorites are later. But oh, like, but that's the next thing. Like, <laughs> as an adult, I have grown to love Timaz. Yes. And that's one of the, her vocals are insane. I yeah. did not. I was so blown away by that because, like you said, she always sung deep. So where did this And I love that. From? I loved, I don't know. I think it was, like, I was doing such a tomboy thing and I've always been kind of a tomboy even though yeah. people don't necessarily see that mm-hmm. I love that about T-Boss I'm like she sings with a deep voice right. she's really cool she's really laid back right. like she's still a woman yeah. she's feminine but she has like some of this masculine yes. energy and I'm like that is so me yes. I mean, you're, you might get comments on this podcast based on other work that I have done with voices that I have a raspy vocal fry <laughs> I, I didn't cool. realize this until I did Which anything cool. around web, but like I can appreciate T-Boss because of that. Me too. Right? Yeah. I, it's just funny. Know. I know. I I have vocal fry, and I know when I'm doing it, and I try oh. to turn it off. And oh, like it. I don't, because <laughs> it's my life. I try to turn it off just because of like articles I've read about like That's oh, been, you know, people complain yeah, about women in vocal fry, yeah, even though yeah. men have equal like equivalent yes. vocal fry. But I've become like. I were glass you a vocal about. <laughs> that, vocal I don't, yeah, yeah. Apparently, that is a thing. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I forgot about getting into her voice. But yeah, she sung. She sung the low, and I was just so blown away that she did that high note because I would have thought that was Chili because Chili right. always sang that R and B. I just assumed it was her. I, I had no I don't, idea. I, I, I can't even remember where I learned it, but it blew me away. And my yeah. friend Cat, who did TLC with me, she didn't know it either. I, I wish I could remember where I learned it. I know. But um, anyway, so then they did the baby, baby, baby video. Oh and what I remember about that is they were at the college campus. They were in their PJs. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. All I did was envision my life at an HBCU, even though, like, yes. I wasn't there yet. I was like, <laughs> one day. It was yes. like watching that and then watching an episode of A Different World. I was like, that's it. That's going to be so me and funny. my friends when I get to college. I yes. don't even know anything about college, but... Um, that's it. I'm going to go there. You know there what's so funny about fun, that is I remember watching a video and being super inspired. And just like you thinking, oh, that's going to be me in college in the dorm <laughs> and PJs with the keyboard singing my girls and rollers around. Now, mm-hmm. I did not go to HBCU. <laughs> Even when I went to HBCU, it wasn't quite like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's right. the vision I had. I went to yeah. Towson University. Shout out Tigers. I was but anyway, you. <laughs> when I thought about the video now, I'm like, damn, I should have went to HBCU. <laughs> this video. Hey. I mean, I mean, in some ways, it definitely was like the video. Oh, um, I yeah, missed it. It kind of was. But I mean, just in general, I think. Do you mean to be actual and factual? <laughs> it was like yeah, the video. Factual <laughs> and factual. Factual and factual. No, but I think everybody's college experience is kind of like that video. Not necessarily uh-huh. like visually, but just like the connection of just like having fun yeah. with your friends, being silly, doing absolutely nothing, nothing that, but like forming these really cool bonds. Like you can get that. That's what I love anywhere. about it. Just a bunch of girls in a dorm being silly. I love the fact they were in the PJs with rollers in the hair and acting like it was a slumber party. Like it was just so cute. I mean, I'm thinking about it now, like so much of what they were doing targets young people slumber mm-hmm. parties and yeah. cartoonish yeah. things like of course i was in love with them if somebody was doing that now at the age i am upper 30 <laughs> i probably be like all right but yeah it really appealed to me then it, yeah. it was just so cute I really I just, although just, real like, talk before i started dating someone that i'm, I'm with right now we were t- i was talking to a friend and we were like what if we just make like a playlist that men have to listen to before they date you oh and like and I was like, oh, do you mean, like, listen to Baby, 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 Baby three times? And then, like... Seriously, now that I'm thinking about those lyrics, like, Chili was very sweet yes. with her delivery, but she was very straightforward, like, as long as you know. Yeah. Just, like, I here's can have my lines. any man that yeah. I want to, and that's <laughs> actual and factual, but still, I choose, I choose you. you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get me off. You got to love me deep. Yeah. It's deep. Yeah. So I'm just going to say this one stands the test of time because (laughs) we were like, if we were going to choose like the three Hail Marys and like whatever other uh, like rosary prayers would go along with like (laughs) choosing something, uh, like what what would be the list? And 
My friend was like, say, li- had them listen to three baby, baby, babies. And then, Seriously, now the more that I, th- I haven't listened to that song, and then in maybe so like long, one wannabe, like, and then I'm one really like, gonna have to go listen to it again. Oh, I'm, I'm like, telling you, it's <laughs> really sweet. <laughs> yeah, it is. it's like it's not. That's the thing. It's like not in your face, and it's not like they, like when you think about how they, like promoted female empowerment. It mm-hmm. like wasn't in a way. It wasn't like, hey, we're women and empowered. It was just like, like, listen, if you want to date us, we are going to be like doing some sexy things, but... We have standards. Yeah. So don't think you're just going to show up and get whatever you want. That's not how it works around here. Baby Baby is just a correct Mm. song. It's just It is. It is. The lyrics are in my head right now. I'm like, wow. Wait a minute. I know. Yes, yes. I just feel like (laughs) if every dude at one point has to be sat down and told, I can have any man that I want to... It's actual. It's actual. Maybe we live in a different world. So you don't seem to understand. I can have whoever I want. You're the lucky one that's sitting right here. So you just make sure you just get it together. (laughs) And those will be my wedding vows. (laughs) (laughs) When you're standing in front of Actual, at the church. And factual, right? <laughs> it's a fact. Although, I said, so although you, you've both I, taken the time to write your own back. <laughs> and I'm just like, pull out your phone. It's like, um, but still, I choose you. you know, Girl, I, I like that. <laughs> although, although I, and I will come in PJs <laughs> with a keyboard. Burn. <laughs> and I'll be like, this is what it would be like if I went to the Um Oh, but I do a quick story. I do have a friend that got married where uh, her she, her brother was one of the officiants, and um, and he turned to the bride and went, "Rachel, do you like it?" And she said, "I do." And then he went, "And Chris, do you like it?" And he said, "I do." And then he went, "And now, in the immortal words of Beyonce, put a ring on it." <laughs> and that's how they got married. If you like it, we should have put a ring. <laughs> Just put it That's together. So but I, I still think baby, baby, baby. That would be is better so vows. I love did you, Chris. Did she do the hand thing? Yes, <laughs> I did. I, did. I don't want to say it, but I did do Beyonce single ladies. I won that one time. I'm gonna show it to Krista later. It was, it was really hot. I got it. And that's been our sponsorship for be more karaoke, right, man? You're gonna Sponsored have by. like, you're gonna have to like, you're gonna have a wait list for be more karaoke after this. Okay, favorite members. Oh. I'm gonna start. <laughs> okay. Okay. My favorite is my favorite member will always be Chile because she supplies the sauce. I always gravitate towards the person that does the singing. Mm. I'm always the hook singing chick on most rap songs. I, if somebody's singing, that's the only part I know. So it's like, <laughs> I mean, T Boss had her part, but I, I could sing her range. Her the way she sung was exactly how to did it. How I would do it, and then she was like super, super romantic and pretty. Mm. She had a like perfect little face and stuff. Mm. She was always my little boopy. I follow her on Twitter. She's still my little boopy. Really? I love me some rose on though. I do. I do. I does. What did you stop following Usher? <laughs> I I never started following. Okay. I was gonna say, did you ever? <laughs> I did I see did. him on there, and I wondered, but I don't like. What's going on with him? But um, I never followed him. But after <laughs> confessions, I was like, "That is chilling." You're talking about. Oh, right? I, was, I was. I was. I mean, I always. I. I could yeah. go on about my issues with Usher. But, you, but, you know, but after confessions, I was like, "What she won't do." You were lucky enough, don't you know? She can have any man she wants to, and that's actually what I'm saying. chilling. You and you're younger and than her. her. Like you're younger. Nothing than she he is. has you done know. romantically has ever panned out after Chili. I mean, <laughs> until you do until right you by Chili. Until you do right by Chili. Anything you ever think about? Exactly. Gonna yeah. crumble. What Seriously. has happened? Everything, everything yeah. has crumbled. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. Look, when you said so, that, I was thinking, oh, sure. <laughs> I don't. Oh, ah, sure. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, so as, as a, a kid, I was more into Chili. No, they were. As a kid, I was more into Chili. Um, as an adult, I feel like I'm more drawn to T-Boz because a lot of the, the parts in their music that I love are her parts. Um, and also as a public health person, I just appreciate the fact that she's like a little bit more yeah. upfront with stuff like that. But um, I mean, I love them all. I have a roommate who is very obsessed with yeah. Lisa. So yeah, Cassie. I love them all too. I think yeah. as an adult, I probably gravitate a little bit more to Left Eye because I've gotten more into just like, her rapping like 
Well, one of the things, like, I hate to keep bringing up karaoke, but I want to just, like, do more raps. <laughs> so I just find when I'm doing her raps, I just, like, so going crazy. And the fact that she was a writer, like, I have, I think I have a, a big appreciation for her writing skills and yeah. creativity. Mm-hmm. You know, I just do a little poetry, a little this and that, but to put it together the way she did, I was kind of like, yeah. ah. And, like, she was just so innovative. Mm-hmm. I was watching the... Um, what is the one? Um, no scrubs. Mm-hmm. It's so real good. futuristic. Yeah, and just oh. the way she moves her body. Oh, and the way she together, I'm like, it's like she's we not even thinking about yeah. it. She and we know that everyone listening is like imagining her drawing the, the TV, the, the screen. TV screen. That's the first thing you think about. Yes. Yeah, yes. and how she satisfies so your appetite. And I know we look at but the whole waterfall, something vernacular. She was just on another another level. But anyways, we'll get into all this stuff. Yeah, always been. My favorite, but I when I was younger, I used to think, okay, I love T Boss because she's really chill, she's laid back, she had more of like a down to earth vibe. But I was just like, if I could be T Boss with Chili's hair, but rap <laughs> like left eye, <laughs> it would be perfect. Uh, like just if I could just together. put them together like a crystal gem, like whenever they. <laughs> I wish I could be as cool as T-Boss right now. She was like the coolest chicken. I still chick in wish I could be. Just cool that level of like, like, I know what the she hell just I'm seemed, doing. Right, she just seemed to be so Confidence. unbothered and yeah. confident and young. I was just like, oh, oh I'm bothered by everything. I wish yes. <laughs> I could be like and that. And that haircut just like has so much power. Like you had to have so much attitude to have that blonde short hair and exactly. I, used to, I one thing i love about t but i love the fact that she is committed to the blonde hair like it's never changed she's still like she's, she's had like, red she's done no but she's been mm-hmm. blonde, kind of like murray yeah. murray's done that too mm-hmm. t-bot did it first but <laughs> she she always had the blonde hair but i loved how like her hair like oh, i used to think with short hair you couldn't do anything to it you can do everything with short hair it would like T-Bot. be subtle little changes <laughs> oh. like first it was just like this then she had this she just change tendrils. a part, yeah, and just and I'm like, wow, look at her, and like every time I'm like amazed by her look. I wanted short so hair different. for so long because so of her look. I'm like, if I could do that, nobody My sister girl, actually got I a pixie see. cut in fifth grade because of like oh, my aunt and also like T Bob <laughs> and things like that. I know and so she got this like pixie cut. I mean, not with like the not with the hair on the mm-hmm. sides, right. But I was really, really nervous because as a kid, you're like, my sister's shaving her head, and I don't know what's going to happen. And she walked out and went, told you I'd look good. <laughs> nice. That's why my sister is a better human. That All right, we have a amazing. lot to cover. Yeah. Told you I'd look good. I wish I had the confidence to go and cut all my hair off and be like, Just wear a wig. Told you. <laughs> Just wear a wig. We can get into that later because I, I got me some T-Bos wigs. That's how yep. you can play that. I can have any man that I want you to tell you I'd look good. <laughs> actual and <Factual>. factual. <laughs> that should be the name of this episode. Actual and yes. factual. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Second album, y'all. Wait, wait. Wait, hold it. Before we before we get out the first album, can we talk about history? History. Because Michael Jackson now? No, his story. His oh. story. Because yeah, to yeah, me, yeah, when yeah, I think yeah, about yeah. like today in oh, this moment, I feel like that song is one that like oh. actively I listen to it now mm-hmm. and I feel like it was written today. Mm. And you know what's funny about that? Because I used to like study that album. I didn't know anything about Tawana Brawley, the case. I didn't know what they were talking about at all. And it wasn't until you just said it that I realized how um, on point that is of what's going on today with yeah. allegations mm-hmm. and assault and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I remember me and my friend, we would listen to it and we would always call, quote, yeah, I want to give a shout out to my girl Tawana Brawley. We had no idea who she was. I think it was years later I actually Googled it and found, and I don't remember now, but was it a rape case? Yeah, so mm-hmm. she was she was the center of national attention in 1987 based on a quick Google oh, I did before this. And you know, and she, there were there were well. four yeah, yeah, there were four men who were accused of of uh, raping her. And in 1988, a grand jury decided that she had not been a victim of assault. And this was just kind of a. <sighs> This is one. I mean, I think about the fact that I mean, in the past like three weeks, things are starting to change. Oh, right. But if you had, if we were having this podcast like (laughs) a month ago, I would say this is exactly the same. Nothing has changed in our world. And like, let's. You're right. I forgot all about that, and and just in the recent 
three, four weeks, things yeah. are exploding. I'm actually surprised not to get into the whole Kevin Spacey Weinstein stuff, but I haven't followed it closely. And I keep saying to my husband, oh, my gosh, look what's happening. Because it's like the chips yeah. are falling down so fast. I'm and so I'm, glad. And I'm thinking, like, <laughs> so I don't so know. So glad people are getting and the thing is about is I, feel like, <laughs> I love it. And the thing that <laughs> I hate that it happens, but it's like, yes, if you no. did it. I feel like this wasn't mm. happening before. And their apologies are weak. There's one that happens fast. Like, I just heard about Louis C.K.'s apology. Louis C.K.'s oh, apology yeah. is I not an apology. If, they're like, always. What did he say? He always asked for permission? Louis no, C.K. That's lame. Yeah. That's but lame. it's like, okay, if I go into a store and ask for permission, like, can I have but this shirt and then I walk out with it anyway? But you, like, that's, that's exactly how I think But you wouldn't that. because you Let would know what you're doing that podcast. Exactly. Exactly. No, but that's a good point about history. You know, I could have gotten into even more of the songs but it's like well we yeah time, just as a as a kid but that's a i really feel like point. that's the song that like yes hash to the back baby 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 what about your friends are like my favorite songs from the album but like if you want to have a quick jaunt into like oh no yeah so little has changed in our world just like listen to history yeah. as a as a kid that was one of the first clues of like as a woman things are different for me mm-hmm. um and then i understood as i got older so yeah, and maybe with the climate that's happening right now, maybe that will change things. But that's a really good point because I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and I just want to give out a shout. I just want to give a shout out to Tawana Broadley right now. Yeah, because yeah, no, no matter what they say, what they do, it, do, it will always be his story. His story. Thank you. Yep. Thank you for remembering one of the songs that wasn't released either because I was. I do remember that song. Oh, because it's one of the best ones, and then Two Balls comes in and is like. Well, I don't. <laughs> Doing her thing. <laughs> Low voice. I love it. Girls have an image right. too. And when they get mad at you. Ladies. So, I'm, okay. Just random thing. Yeah. One of my favorite songs by TLC is the theme song for all that. Oh. <laughs> But That's we're right. getting to the second album, and that was so that was recorded that during the... that was recorded in the second album. Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I, I know they did it, but I don't know when because I never saw all that. I, I remember like lived for that show. Oh, I love that show. So I watched cute. it every Friday because I didn't have things to do on weekends other than Aww. watch Snake. That's okay. <laughs> I was 13, so whatever. That's okay. But, <laughs> yes, I used to get so excited because yeah, it's like one of my exciting. favorite, one of my favorite groups is singing the theme song for one of my favorite shows. Like, yep. it's perfect. Yep. Yeah, love the All That theme song. All right, second album. Y'all, we got, a, we got a ways to go. We do. Hey, it's Charlie. Thanks for listening to the TLC episode part one. Stay tuned for part two on Word to the Mother.